This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to Mix92.6.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now let's kick off with some big news for us here at Radio Verulam. From Monday, that's the 8th of August, it's all change. There's going to be all your favourite shows, presenters and music. It's all going to carry on. But from Monday, we're going to become Hertfordshire's Mix 92.6. So stay tuned as we continue to love local. Hertfordshire's Mix 92.6 is here from Monday. You'll still find us here on your radio or 92.6 FM, still there on your smart speaker. And of course, you can listen online, listen again and find all those podcasts, but now on our new website, mix926.com. Right, let's get on with the show. So we take them for granted, but certainly notice when they don't visit, particularly when the weather's as hot as this. They rumble around once a week to take away our rubbish and increasingly our recycling. It is, of course, bin lorries. And they don't seem to have changed much for decades. Big, noisy diesel vehicles of seemingly endless capacity. But now change is indeed in the air. St Albans District Council have taken part in a short trial of an eco-friendly recycling vehicle with high-tech safety equipment. The eCollect is an all-electric refuse collection vehicle that's made by British manufacturer Dennis Eagle. St Albans City and District Council have tested an e-collect for waste contractor Veolia that's been designed to be cost-efficient, improve local air quality by reducing emissions and help the council towards its target of carbon neutrality by 2030. Councillor Dr Alison Wren, lead councillor for waste and recycling, saw the e-collect in action and I spoke to her. I started by asking what had motivated the council to be part of this short trial. Yes, hello, Amanda. Thank you for asking me. It satisfies us on at least two levels. First is that the St Albans District Council has made a pledge that it will reduce its own carbon footprint and do absolutely what it can to become carbon neutral by 2030. So obviously the use of a a low or no emissions vehicle is going to help on this. The second thing is we are looking very much to improve the environment on our city and town streets. They are very crowded and obviously a vehicle which is not pumping out diesel particulates, etc., um, is, is a good thing. And finally, it is much quieter. And that, I think, as well, is helping to maintain and improve the environment in which we all live. OK, well, that sounds good. And where will this vehicle be operating? At the moment, the trial of the vehicle is only operating in Harpenden. Um, it is, this is just a short trial to really look at whether the claims for its use, its battery life, etc., um, are actually accurate. If we decide to go ahead and actually incorporate this into our fleet, then it will be used, of course, um, around the whole of the district. Okay. And have vehicles like this been used by other councils? Yes, they are. In fact, our our waste contractor is Veolia. 
And Veolia is currently doing these trials with several of its clients all over the country. We are then providing them with the feedback, um, which is obviously going to be collated. And then that will help Veolia decide which of the several electric vehicles that are available they would like to purchase and which, as the client um, organization, um, will be made available to us. So we are one of several districts providing them with the information. Okay. So presumably if the e-collect is successful, it could be used for collecting all sorts of, of waste. In particular, what's this one vehicle collecting? At the moment, um, the trial was just collecting green waste from Harpenden. That's the waste from the garden in the in the green bins. Charging is always a consideration with an electric vehicle. How's it going to work with the e-collect? That was really the, the main purpose of this short trial. And uh, that's where there was actually a rep in the, in, in the cab with the crew as they were looking very carefully. And the day was a very hot day, which, which again is a good stress test for such a vehicle. The company, Dennis Eagle, claims that it can collect 20 tonnes of waste in an eight-hour working day without the need for recharging. And that is exactly what they were testing, and it succeeded. It will then be charged overnight, taking about seven to eight hours, and it can begin again the next day. Okay. And has this required the installation of a special charging point at the, at the depot, or, or can it use a public charging point, or what's the situation there? No, it does require a high energy um, a charger. And how about the performance of this vehicle? How does it uh, compare? Uh, well, how much can it carry compared to an ordinary diesel truck? Does it have the same uh, uh, crushing power, I suppose? All that waste has to be squashed up somehow. How does it perform? Again, this was the second half of the, the, uh, the trial. There were absolutely no problems with the um, collection and the, 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 the crushing technology. It can carry 20 tonnes, which is pretty typical of all the um, waste vehicles. When you see it on the road, it really, apart from its very flashy um, branding, etc., it really does look like another collection vehicle. So... The crew, when um, were asked, you know, what to 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 send in their, their what they thought of it, were really very satisfied with its performance. And can you tell us a little bit about the additional safety features that this uh, that this truck has got? I, I believe it's got special cameras and sensors on it. Yes, yes, indeed, it has uh, four major cameras which offer a complete 360 degree view, which when you consider some of St Albans small streets and the Harpenden streets, houses have no garages, these large vehicles have to negotiate very crowded streets. So it's going to make for better safety. There's also another camera that can look at the, the staff, the uh, waste collectors themselves, to make sure that they keep safe. In addition, it has what is now being called telematics, we have onboard diagnostics, we have GPS technology, and these are essentially put together so that every aspect of the vehicle is being monitored. So you can really say that it is generally using state-of-the-art technology. Okay. So is the trial done now? Did you find out everything you needed to? So the e-collect vehicle was trialled for three days to look, as I said, mostly at these technical problems. Did it work um, for a complete day without the need for recharging, did it recharge in time, and was the overall technology satisfactory, which, and it passed. 
So um, we have completed the demo of the eCollect, but we are now going to receive two more e-vehicles. The first one is a barrow bike, and that will enable us to pick up um, litter bins and fly tip, small amounts of fly tipping from areas of high footfall, from parks, etc., because the vehicles can't get near. And we are also going to be using a street sweeper, which is also electric. So each of these trials will be, we will add all our data to the other customers, which will help Veolia make a decision as to which of the e-vehicles it would like to have in its fleet. Okay. So electric vehicles can be quite expensive, can't they? If the decision is made to use these electric vehicles, will this cost the council and therefore us a, a lot of money? That still has to be established. These were demos very much looking at the technology itself. Obviously, when a vehicle has been chosen by Veolia or perhaps another waste recycler, then, of course, there will be a much longer genuine trial to actually look at the cost benefits of an e-vehicle. So if you do decide to go ahead rolling out these e-vehicles across the district, have you got any idea when we can see them in use? No, we do not know that at the moment, but our waste contract with Veolia does come to an end next year. And so we as a council and Veolia are obviously considering what the options will be for the future. Okay. So just looking at waste in general, how has the collection of green waste been affected by the introduction of the the charge for green waste collection? It was about this time last year, wasn't it? It was. It's been going for just the year. And contrary to expectations, it has actually been a success. We now have more people subscribe to the green waste collection than we did before we introduced it. So uh, the charge has been accepted. And as I said, we are now collecting even more green waste. And that is contributing to the St Albans first place, as you probably know, in the whole country, as the district which has recycled the most waste. And it is the green waste, which is very much a significant part of that. So at the moment, we have, I think it's well over 31,000 actual subscribers. And you say that, you know, obviously, we're doing pretty well as far as recycling goes, always room for improvement. Any chance of any more waste streams being recycled curbside? Often when I talk to people, tetrapikes seem like a, a popular addition to curbside recycling. Any chance of them being included? That is an exceedingly good question. And the government also has had an enormous review looking at the consistency, or rather the lack of consistency, of recycling across the country. Um, We are part of the Hearts Waste Partnership, which um, represents 1.1 million residents in Hertfordshire, and has been very clear that it wants to do even more curbside recycling. The problem is that Tetra Packs are a composite. And, you know, it's very difficult to break them down into their uh, different parts. We do have Tetra Pak recycling bins. Um, there is one in Harpenden. There is another in St Albans. And, we, and they are actually well used. Um, we would like to have curbside recycling. But at the moment, we feel that if it was to be commingled with all the rest, when it's all completed the sort of physical destruction, it will actually make it far more difficult 
at the moment to recycle the other things. So Tetra Packs at the moment, whilst there's a separate recycler at the moment, it does not look as if that will be part of curbside, um, at least for another year. Okay, I hear what you say there. But as you say, there are places we can take our Tetra Packs to, very often full. We're very keen to recycle our Tetra Packs. Any chance of them being emptied a little more frequently, just so that our visits can't sometimes be disappointing ones? Strange you should ask me that question, because I had a conversation with the company literally only a couple of weeks ago. And they promised me that they would be much more active in emptying their bins more often. I and other councillors are always keeping our eyes open. You know, as soon as we see full bins, we, um, you know, phone them in. We ask every resident, please, to use their Mice and Albans account or go to the SADC website and report a full bin of whatever type. It is looked at and it is responded to. From the point of view of Tetra Pak, I can assure you that the company has been asked and promised that it would um, be more effective in its uh, collections. That's very good to hear. Councillor Dr Alison Wren, thank you so much for telling us about that. Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. I was talking there to Dr Alison Wren, Lead Councillor for Waste and Recycling with St Albans District Council. And if you don't currently recycle your Tetra Packs, but you'd like to, then you'll find recycling points at a couple of places around the district. There's the car park opposite Waitrose on the main avenue in St Albans, or at the Bower Lane car park in Harpenden. In addition, you can also place your cartons in the plastics recycling banks at the Dark Lane Household Waste Recycling Site in Harpenden, and also the Ronson's Way Household Waste Recycling Site, which is off St Albans Road near the King William Junction. And do remember that it's not just Tetra Packs that you can recycle at these points. You can also take along any wax cardboard cartons and also any disposable coffee cups too. And if you don't get time to visit one of these collection points very often yourself, then why not follow the lead of the residents of Salisbury Avenue in St Albans? They have one person who has volunteered to take everyone's packs and they have a collection bin outside their house. Um, Other neighbours, they collect things like medicine blister packs to take for recycling at Superdrug in Hemel Hempstead, or there's another one with contact lens packaging to take for recycling at Boots, and so much more. It's just a great idea and means that each one person hasn't got too many trips to do with their recycling. And if you want some help setting up something like this in your street, then go to the Community Recycling Project page of the Wilderhood Watch website, where you'll find useful recycling signs that you can print off so that your community recycling bins can be easily identified. I don't know if you've noticed this too, but with the grass not growing much because of the hot, dry weather, there's no way for litter to hide. So there seems to be even more of it everywhere, particularly along verges. So I'm going to be popping my litter picker next to the front door and I'm hoping to get out and do something about the litter problem whilst enjoying some light exercise and a bit of fresh air. We're really lucky here to have lots of active litter picking groups and someone who must have picked up more litter than anyone is Ian Burnett of the London Colney Litter Pickers. Now we've heard from Ian a couple of times here on Environment Matters talking about the brilliant work that he's done getting local scout groups planting trees. 
well, he now plans to recruit the Scouts to help in the battle against the rising tide of litter as well. He's raffled off a signed Arsenal shirt, which was donated by Anthony Oliver of Oliver and Acres Estate Agents, and he's using the money raised to buy 300 litter pickers, which he's going to distribute to all the Scout groups in St Albans District. What a great idea. I just love the way that people like Ian see a problem, roll up their sleeves and get stuck in to sort it out. And if you'd like to arrange a community litter pick in your area, then Veolia can provide groups running litter picks with the kit that they need, including litter pickers and rubbish bags. Veolia's waste team will also collect the waste and the equipment afterwards. And if you want to do this, please contact the Veolia team via uk.veolia.waste.sadc.mailbox at veolia.com. I'll repeat that because that's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? It's uk.veolia.waste.sadc.mailbox at veolia.com. And you can check for availability and arrange for the waste to be collected via that email. And I do think that with supervision, to keep things safe, a litter pick could be a really good activity for kids on summer holidays. In my experience, they love using litter pickers, and I do think that it's great for everyone to see the effect of dropping litter. I'll be back at the same time next week on Mix 92.6. Until then, thank you for listening.